Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So friends, like I said at the beginning of Mass, today the church celebrates the feast day of St. Maria Goretti, virgin and martyr. She's the patron saint of young girls, patron saint of youth, and patron saint of uh, victims of rape and sexual assault. And it's all because of her story of how she was martyred, the harrowing story of her struggle and martyrdom. It was July 5th, 1902, when Maria was sitting outside the steps of her home, 12 years old. She was sewing some article of clothing when her 18-year-old neighbor, um, the young man Alessandro, who was living with their family at the time, he surprised her, attacked her, grabbed her from the steps, and he tried to rape her. She cried out that it was a mortal sin. She tried to fight. She tried to stop. She said that he would go to hell. And when he persisted, she fought him. She screamed. She said, no, this is a sin. This is a sin. God does not want it. And hearing that, Alessandro was further enraged, and he began to choke her. And he began to then attack her. He stabbed her. He pulled out a knife. He stabbed her 11 times. And as she was trying to get away, he stabbed her another three times. She was taken to the hospital where she succumbed to her wounds, but not before she forgave Alessandro. And she said, I hope he's in heaven with me. Right? Unbelievable story. So he's sentenced to 30 years in prison. And at some point during his early years in prison, he has one of those biblically vivid dreams where Maria comes to him. She came to him. And she presented him with 14 white lilies. Remember, she was stabbed 14 times. She presents him 14 white lilies. And as she handed each one to him, he experienced what he described was an unfathomable mercy and forgiveness. And all of that, that dream, that was the impetus for him repenting and reforming his life. And when he was released 25 years later, he spent the rest of his life as a Franciscan brother doing prayer and penance. And one of the most amazing things is he was there at St. Peter's Square decades later when Maria was beatified. You know, I just, I pray one day that uh, the church opens up his cause that he would one day become the patron saint of those who absolutely smash into rock bottom. The fact that he had this immense conversion because he experienced immense mercy. I mean, he's like Peter, right? Peter in his denials was glued back together by mercy. All right, so the readings that we have for today are so powerful, I think, to reflect on on the feast day of St. Maria Gretti, and in particular, her life, her martyrdom, and the value of, and the value of, and the meaning of sexuality, obviously, and virginity in the Catholic way of understanding the world, right? We celebrate Maria Gretti, you heard me say at the beginning, as virgin and martyr. She's not the only one in the canon of saints that we celebrate. There are so many others. I tried to count it. I mean, it's uncountable. There's, there's dozens, there's absolutely dozens of these women that the church holds up for what they call the twofold triumph of virginity and martyrdom. Think of St. Cecilia, think of St. Philomenus, think of Catherine of Alexandria, and so many more. All right, so why does the church prize 
virginity so highly. It is not because sexuality and sexual intimacy is bad and tainted and sinful intrinsically. No. Like, it was God's idea. All of that was God's idea in the first place. Let us be reminded of that, right? Genesis chapters 1 and 2, right? God's first commandment to humanity was be fruitful and multiply, which is not his way of saying, I want you to grow oranges and do math problems, okay? That's not what's going on there. No, like that view of the body and sensuality, sexuality that sees it as bad and tainted and evil, that is, it's a Manichaean, dualistic, Gnostic, Platonic view of the body. I mean, it's anything but Catholic, okay? Let's just put it that way. It's anything but Catholicism, right? The body was created in the beginning, male and female. And remember what God said afterwards. Up to this point, everything is good. The light's good. The land is good. The sea is good. The birds, the fish, everything, the plants, they're all good. And then it's only with the creation of the human person, right? Naked without shame does God say, behold, it is very good. It's very good. It's very good, right? Very, very good. And he made our complementarity, masculinity, femininity, he made our humanity capable of entering into earthly, life-giving, loving union. Why? To be a sign of the eternal, trinitarian, life-giving, loving union. Right? Earthly marriage is a sign of the divine processions of the trinity, a life-giving, eternal union of love and life, right? To be a sign of Christ's life-giving, loving union with his bride, the church. That's why God created sexuality, humanity, complementarity in the beginning. It's sign language. He's communicating in signs, right? And the most eloquent sign he made was our humanity, right? It was created to be a sign of our eternal destiny, eternal destiny, which is union with God. That's the eternal destiny. That's where all of this is headed. Perfect, unending union with love himself. That's what heaven is. Heaven's not the room where we all live and then God also lives. Heaven is union with God, right? The scriptural image, the marriage supper of the Lamb, union with Christ. That's the, that's the language that our humanity, that's the language that our bodies speak. Right? St. Paul, you hear it in this reading, the first reading. The body is not for immorality, but for the Lord. Like your body, every body is for the Lord. And the Lord is for the body. Like Maria Gretti knew this. That God created our bodies in such a way to be capable of revealing his love, but also capable of union with him. This is what the church fathers called our kapax dei. We are capable of relationship with God. Pandas, as cute as they are, they don't have kapox dei, right? Puppies, kittens, no kapox dei. Humanity has kapox dei. What began, what began in Mary, right? What began in Mary will be extended to every member of the body of Christ if we let it happen by grace, to be filled with the presence and the fire of God's love and glory, right? And it begins now, every time you step forward to receive him in Eucharist, like what begins in the seminal form here, what begins under the veil of the sacrament, continues till it's unveiled glory in heaven. Perfect union, flooded with glory, 
with God's life, right? And this is what Maria, despite her tender age, she knew that her body was sacred. It was a temple. It was for the Lord. So virginity or celibacy, right, it's not a rejection of sexuality. It's not saying this is not good. I don't want this. It's a living out of the deepest meaning of sexuality, right? Our sexed bodies were designed by God to be signs that pointed to our eternal destiny. So the virginal quality, as John Paul II says, the virginal quality of the body points to our destiny, which is union with God. This is why we hold up virgin martyrs. That's the point of all this. So it's an invitation today for us to reflect on the beauty and goodness of our bodies, how we are called to glorify God through and with and in our bodies, as St. Paul says. Right? Glorify God in your body. We also want to ask Maria Gretti today for her intercession for all those young women who do not yet perceive or grasp the glory, the goodness, the beauty, and the value of their bodies, that their bodies are holy and sacred, that they're places where heaven kisses earth to create new immortal souls. We also want to ask for her intercession that we would pray for all victims of sexual abuse and rape that they would experience deep healing through her intercession, and also for the victimizers of those crimes, that through her intercession and Alessandra's intercession, they would have deep repentance and conversion. So today we ask for Maria Goretti, the Virgin and Martyr, for her intercession. Amen.